The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Times are getting a little easier these days, but that don't mean taking time for yourself needs to. When you want a drink, you want to work for it. That's why I only drink Malort. Its unusual full-bodied flavor of deck varnish and viper piss is a taste savored by two-fisted drinkers. So if you think your two fists are strong enough, why not grab yourself a shot of the only booze big enough to knock some sense right back into you? Jepson's Malort. It'll kick your ass for you, so you can take time taking her easy. Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Test, test, test. Wait, um, how do I know that you're really a person listening to this? Um, all right, I'll give you a test. Okay. Um, what is the greatest ride at Walt Disney World right now? If you said anything other than the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, you are definitely a chatbot because you're just going off the internet, man. You're not really leaning into it. The pure visceral excitement of being on a haunted drop ride. Oh my God, it can't be stopped. Based on one of the greatest um, television shows ever made and featuring a ride directed by the guy who directed Gremlins. I mean, what more do you want? Joe Dante, fucking legend, man. Anyway, my name is Chad. I'm a bird. You're listening to my birdcast. Can you tell that I'm like on a deep dive right now? Because I totally am for next week. You're going to love next week's episode, I promise. But for right now... Uh, welcome to my birdcast. My name is Chad. I am a bird. No, I am not Jordan Peterson, uh, as someone recently commented on my TikTok. I mean, I feel like I've been pretty open about how I feel about Jordan Peterson, and I, I mean, I'm not going to take it personally, because obviously this person just found me. But still, come on, man. Like, I mean, do a little bit of a dive. You'll find that uh, Jordan Peterson and I look nothing alike. First of all, I'm pink. Uh, second of all, uh, I would never wear those suits. Anyway, um... Hi, my name is Chad. I'm a bird. This is my birdcast. Welcome to it. You have found it. You must have been searching for it. Or, or you're a regular here, in which case, you know the fucking deal. Have a seat. Uh, we'll get your order soon. Uh, this last week, I was asked to talk about Chat GPT. And I'm a little bummed because I was going to start this episode off by reading an intro like, um, like a podcasty podcast intro. Uh, that was written by Chat P- GPT, but like it didn't, it crashed literally a few minutes before I was doing this. So I waited a little bit, I scrolled a little bit on TikTok, it still crashed. I assume by now it's fine, but it's a little late because we're recording. But like, I thought that would have been funny to be like, oh, just kidding, Chat GPT wrote it. But here's the thing you could tell. Like, it sounds like a high schooler doing a paper that they didn't study for most of the time. So, like, I'm not too scared of it, but it's also kind of amazing. So yeah, I was asked to write about ChatGPT and like may have gotten a little um toasty because of it. Cause like math makes me want to drink and watch porn. There, I said it. And so that's what I did before um this piece. So I apologize in advance for not being super math heavy. In the meantime, though, stuff's coming up. Uh February 3rd in Des Moines, Iowa at Teehee's Comedy Club. Uh, you, the link is down below. Click on it for tickets. Come and see me 
and a menagerie of local talent, including my good pal, Dante Powell, who's been here before. We got Melanie Mackey, we got Matt Lamb, and we got Days Live Music all coming at you at 9.30 p.m. How are we going to do the whole show? I don't know. I'm actually talking to the producer later on today to talk about how we're even going to break it up. Like, why am I even there? But anyway, Green Gravel Comedy presents me and a bunch of other people, uh, humans, because, you know, there's a discrepancy here. 9.30 p.m. February 3rd at Teehees Comedy in Des Moines, Iowa. First of the uh, migrating uh, me out of Chicago experience that we're trying to do for 2023. If you'd like to help support my tour of the America, please go to my Patreon. The link is down below. Just click on it and drop some cash. We're working on new tiers uh, and, and changing up how we do things. So it's going to look a little wonky because, you know, pardon our dust, but construction. But yeah, people said they wanted me to come out. So I'm going to come out. But like that costs money. So you know, I'm partnering with other production companies and other promoters. But like it's all going to come down to you. So if you can drop some coin, toss it to your Witcher. And uh, we'll see if I can make my way your way. Also, email me at thebirdchat at gmail.com. Let me know where I should go. Or find me on the Discord. So many plugs. There's a link down below. It's a link tree. Everything there. Just do that. <laughs> All of that. That's why. I, that's it. That's my sales pitch. Do that. <laughs> oh, man. It's snowing right now in Chicago, which means that I haven't moved. Because like, I feel like that's like a, a whistle to everybody in the city. It's like, hey, guys, we're not doing anything today. Unless you absolutely have to, and if you do have to, ask yourself why. Uh, it's not cold though. It's just it's just gray and snowy. Like it looks like the thing outside. But you walk outside, and you're like, that's reasonably pleasant. Not a lot of accumulation, but enough to make the drive a little slushy. So please, if you're in the Chicago area, watch yourselves. But you already know how to do this. If you're new to Chicago, pajamas under jeans. That's the secret. Anyway, I was assigned the story. That ChatGPT, the OpenAI um, thing that they created in the fires of the internet, uh, there was a rabbi in the Hamptons who used it to write a sermon. And that's what I was assigned. But what I found was a lot more interesting because I didn't really understand how any of this shit worked. So I did a little divey dive. And you can go on that dive with me. I spelunk the net so you don't have to. Just jump on my back, but please kick your legs up because I am quite wee. And, but I do have excellent core strength. So hold on tight and drink a lot of water as we go live to me talking about chat GPT after drinking. And I didn't have to pee until later on in what I was speaking. Oh, man, I fucked it up. Anyway, this is me already in progress. You like me, cause you could go downhill. I can't promise that you love me, but you probably will. I can't promise that you love me. Hey, what's up? Um, y'all know some shit, right? Like, everybody here knows some shit. You there, boy, what day is it? See, he knows some shit. Knowledge is power. To know what you know and what you do not know is true knowledge. Is that confusing? No, it's Confucius. And knowing is half the battle, G.I. Joe. There. 
I just saved you a freshman year. You're welcome. <laughs> Known shit is Kyle has set you apart from the most of the animal kingdom, that and taquitos, which, by the way, we thank you for. Most of your Earthmates know the basics. If you're hungry, eat stuff. If you're cold, get warm. If you have to pee, get after it. You know, level one stuff. But you humans have a whole bunch of stuff you figured out that just baffle your fuzzy counterparts. You ever watch a cat figure out how a ball works? That cat just had all its facts figured out, and then you go and introduce something crazy into its base thinking. Now it's not just eating, snuggling, and peeing anymore. No. Now it's got to deal with round things roll. Congrats, you leveled up your cat. Your desk knickknacks will never be the same. Gaining knowledge doesn't mean you're smarter, by the way. It just means you got more options. You know more details. And like anyone who's ever dated a poli-sci major knows, just because you know some shit doesn't mean you know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> that dig, by the way was the result of a PLOS study back in 2016 that found out of its group of 711 students, poli-sci majors had a 1.4 overconfidence rating above the average 1.44 level of overconfidence, figuring in the average illusory superiority, which is a condition of cognitive bias, in which the average person, quote, doesn't think they're the most beautiful, smart, or talented, but is fairly confident that they rank above average above everyone else, because... Everyone's one Google search away from assuming they're the ultimate authority on shit, and they should start a TikTok account. By the way, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Basically, you still all believe your own bullshit, even though you know better. Me, I prefer Plato's Socrates quote, which is probably not actually something Socrates said, but it looks good on a dorm room poster. For I was conscious that I knew practically nothing. Either way, I'm drunk because I know shit and I'm doing something about it. But why do we need any knowledge at all? Why can't it just be needs? And why can't they just be my needs? Well, Junior, that's because of the great ultimate lesson of all things, which if all people on TikTok and in Congress would just accept things might be a little less intense so we can get back to snacks and progress, shit is complicated. Take anything you like. Look at that thing. That thing right there, you see it? Yeah, that's not as simple as you think it is. It's complicated. It has a history down to the tiny bits where Ant-Man and the Wasp live, apparently. No spoilers. Microcosmic, molecular, mighty, tiny town, I believe, is the preferred scientific name for it. But you can look it up later. But thanks to those smarter than you that study things down to the teenies, there's a fucking Scrooge McDuck cash silo of information out there at your fingertips, all because peoples are keeping track, which is great because the rest of us don't want to keep track. I don't want to remember shit. I don't want to know the what, the why, though, until it's time I need to look it up. In which case, thank you to all of you that have indeed been keeping track, copy pasting, and making it available to all of us. Aw, oh, man, it's fucking empty. Well, this is going to be a rough ride. Ah. <laughs> After a while, that database became a global network of interconnected computers and servers that communicate with each other using standardized protocols that you guys call the Internet. A yeah, give it up for the Internet, one guy. There's like one knit hat wearing fucking programmer, bro, that's like, yes, yes. It's a digital hive mind like if bees and ants had Discord. P.S. Do not give bees and ants Discord. 
You want to end the world quick? That's the first thing to do. And it is from that wellspring has come your latest little brain machine like a digital house plant into full view, bloom, chat GPT. Basically, it works like this, and forgive me if I can't remember what we were talking about. There's only so much room in my mind palace after the last shots. It's basically like a couch I'm squatting on in an abandoned metaphysical garden apartment. <laughs> Back in 2015, a bunch of Silicon Valley bros, including the decorated captain of the tweet Tannic, Elon Musk, developed OpenAI, which was, quote, a nonprofit focused on developing artificial intelligence in the way that is most likely to benefit humanity as a whole, according to a statement on OpenAI's website from December 11th, 2015. Basically, it was a fancy way of teaching computers to interact and communicate better with humans by sounding more like humans, which I think is irony. It might not be, though. Nobody knows what irony is. It was given to you by a really irritating lit major from another planet back in the BC times in an effort to cap how smart you can get, scholars think anyway. For seven years, OpenAI was training little computer brains to talk like something out of Stranger Things, except the soundtrack wasn't as good, until 2022, when ChatGPT, or Chat-generated pre-trained transformer on the street, was released to the public on November 30th, and it crashed the website because everybody wanted to talk to it, which I do believe is also irony, but I'm not thinking any harder about it because like I was saying, that's the fail-safe reset wired into life that if you trip it, you'll revert to a vegetative state where you crave sweet heat Skittles and think Dane Cook is still funny, and that way lies madness. Now, what is a chatbot? You know how like you log into your Capital One account and you can't get in, no matter how sure you are that it's your password. Yes, you capitalized it. Yes, you put the question mark at the end. It's not your first fucking day. <laughs> so you Google, who the fuck do I call? And you find a mysterious number behind the radiator on the internet. And then you call it, and you get this pleasant sounding voice that swears it's gonna help you. It just needs a few things first. Then it agrees with everything you say, but it needs you to hold on a second. And while it does, it, more, it needs to do more stuff. And though it's very polite, you start to wonder if maybe you've accidentally called a serial killer and have made a huge mistake. <laughs> that is a voice bot. And a chat bot is the texty version of that that you find on the Verizon help page. <laughs> chat bots and voice bots work about the same. Just like the voice bot has a very Dexter-like delivery and chat bots seem like you're texting a friend, but they're not picking up on sarcasm or inside jokes, and you've seen enough horror movies to assume they might be a ghost and now you're cursed. <laughs> but more specifically, more complexually, a chat bot or chatterbot on the street is a software or computer program that simulates human conversation or chatter through text or voice interactions. Basically, it's taught to recognize human phrases and Google them accordingly. Now, the next Pokemon form of that seems to be ChatGPT, which, because of a fancy robot learning program called Transformers, the irony never sleeps, learns <laughs> not just to translate human words into numbers and vectors because they're robots, but how human language works so they can actually understand what you're saying. Kind of like how Lego instructions show you where the pieces go and in what order they go. Life is Legos, man. That's the big answer to everything. There, I saved you a college degree. You're welcome. Now go get me some taquitos. Up until last year, chatbots were just doing math. Now, G, uh, chat GPT is actually learning what you mean, learning how to talk to you, 
probably also data farming like everything else, but it's more fun. And unlike Alexa, it actually listens to your needs for once. <laughs> Robots evolve faster. They grow like muffins in the good oven. Chat GPT is already in its awkward teen phase now. Forging homework, writing code, drawing CGI fairy pics of people it has a crush on. It can write songs, poems, movies, to the point where it's freaking out the boomers more than their emails, two-factor authentication. <laughs> Chat GPT even tried to access Twitter's database to learn more about how people talk, but Dame Elon Musk was like, hey, this is for free speech only, which means you gotta pay. Irony is everywhere, unless it isn't. What were we doing? <laughs> and then, on January 20th, 2023, at the Jewish Center of the Hamptons, senior, uh, senior Rabbi Josh Franklin asked a chat GPT to write a sermon for his congregation to see if they would know the difference, and they did not. <laughs> now, are we looking at the future of Rabinobots as spiritual leaders? <laughs> Maybe. Whatever, I knew they were coming since Futurama. They can party. <laughs> the real fear, though, comes from the job search group Zipia, who estimated that 375 million jobs will become obsolete because of AI in the next decade. Woo! I hope you don't have one of those jobs. <laughs> but technology always changes the game out there, people. You people were freaked out by bikes back in the day. I don't know why you're afraid of techs listening and talking back. You guys had Furbies back when, you know, maybe you forgot. But the knowledge will always be yours, humans, from you and made by you. In the end, the purpose of knowledge is like having a GPS for life. It helps you navigate through the twists and turns of the daily challenges and avoids making the same mistakes as that one guy who thought Australia was a giant island of deadly animals. And if you're feeling lost, it's like having a trusty map and compass to guide you back on track. But the best part about knowledge is it's a bottomless bag of snacks for your brain so you'll never be bored on the journey of life. At least that's what the chat GPT told me today when I asked it, which is why I'm drinking. I love you. Good night. Special thanks to the Barracudas for their kick-ass song, Promises, which has been my theme song since 2016. You can hear it down below, below me. Listen to it. It's a great jam, obviously, because I chose it. Thank you to Jepson's Malort for sponsoring me. Thank you to the excellent Zach Bain Selbo, who, direct, who directed my soundage today. And that's why I sound so crispy. And you can barely hear the audience, because I was like, oh, I don't want to listen. I want to listen to me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's why. Brand new sound guy over at the Green Mill. Uh, we're doing some new stuff, so, you know, just prepare yourself. It's only going to get weirder from here. We got new stuff coming up. I swear, in the next month, we're going to be revamping the BirdCast. As I said, pardon our dust. Please support me on the Patreon. Come on down, toss some coin. Let's get some money in the in the, the thing so that I can do my tour and come to you. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you're feeling like you don't want to do that on the reg, hit me up on my PayPal. Toss me so I can get, like, I don't know, weed's legal here. So I can go, I buy a little something just to take the edge off. And you can say you did that because uh, there's a lot of edge to be taken off. In the meantime, find me on the Discord, hang out the Gas and Guzzle. Shout out to the Gas and Guzz that had a very spirited discussion today about Song of the South and Splash Mountain, which, spoiler alert, is what I'm going to be talking about next week if you didn't figure that one out based on my previous ramblings about the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. No spoilers. Anyway, I got to go. 
go. Actually, I really probably don't because it's snowing. I'm not going anywhere. But I am snacky. So I think I'm going to go. You should get some snacks with me. What's your favorite? Probably going to get something warm like a pizza roll. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's pizza roll weather. Hashtag pizza roll weather. Just pizza weather. But when isn't it? I give up.